Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Dave Sharp. Uh, welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Uh, I am. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay, I am uh, thrilled to be with you guys this morning, and also to bring in a guest uh, that we're going to be talking to uh, here. Um, hell, why don't we just go ahead and bring him in? I want to welcome and and introduce everybody to Devin. Devin, can you hear me, my man? Yeah, hey, hey man, how's it going? Awesome, dude. Uh, you know, as always, uh, like I always do, I, I sort of hopped on at the very last minute um, uh, to, you know, go live on the show. So just like I've done and do every morning, I'm going to be getting to know you and we're going to be talking sort of wide open uh, and, and, and super transparently uh, and, and sort of learning about you and, and getting to know you, man. Um, here kind of, you know, I'll be doing that just right along with everybody else. So um so first and foremost, where are you calling in from? Where where are you uh, where are you at now? I'm in Idaho, uh, neighboring town of the capital. Okay, yep. okay. Uh, what is the capital of Idaho? Boise. Is it Boise. It is. Boise. Yeah, I'm about 20 minutes west in Nampa. Nice man. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I won't crack a Idaho potato joke because I'm, I'm. We get sure. it all the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I don't have an Idaho potato joke, anyways. But um, <laughs> if I did, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't hit you with that. Um, so, so uh, you know, I was reading a little bit about your because you just like all people who come on the the show, we ask them a few questions just to learn about them before you know they come on. And uh, you know, we titled this show "The Small Wins." You know why they matter. Yep. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things is to help people stay inspired and to realize that this game, this journey, whatever you want to call this business, is not full of big burning bushes, but instead of small milestones yeah, along the way filled with lots of frustration and lots of kind of, you know, um, lots of, I, I guess, you know, it's never a dull moment, you know, along the way. So tell us like a little bit about, um, do you got a smoothie there? That's a coffee. I just kept the cup from when I got it at a gas station. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, dude, I got, uh, I've got a coffee. Um, I've got a smoothie. I've got a jug of water in front of me. I'm the guy with 15 drinks all the time going. So, Dang. <laughs> um, weird. so tell, tell us a little bit about like how you got started and what you did before you got uh, in the internet game or, or what you do now, uh, as well as, uh, the internet marketing bit, you know, world here that you're, that we're in and kind of what led you to getting started online. So I'm actually still part-time, um, no shame in that, but no, I affiliate marketing was the first thing I really did like any action with, uh, prior to that, I was just kind of, you know, chasing shiny objects and learning about things, but never really pulling the trigger. Um, and I started about a year ago, um, I, I started learning about just like opportunities and how much possibility there is outside of the nine to five by listening to people like, uh, Bob Proctor and just being inspired and, and through the, you know, YouTube algorithm, I eventually started seeing more like make money online videos. And I was like, Oh, perfect. Law of attraction is working. That's exactly what I was thinking about. And, uh, <laughs> uh, after going through all of the multiple different niches and genres of ways to do that. Um, affiliate marketing really just seemed to click more for me and my personality. Uh, you cool. like, you don't have to be a diehard salesman. You don't have to be sleazy. I'm sure there are people are that do that, but it, it's, it's not as common. I would say 
And, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to people who did like door to door sales and killed it. Uh, one of my buddies, I just actually interviewed not too long ago. And then I've done a little bit more aggressive sales in like a call center scenario. So I wasn't like completely new to the idea of sales, but, uh, affiliate marketing was brand new. So as we all have had a lot of things to overcome and still do, but it seems to be moving in the right direction. And that's uh, kind of ties into the title of Count Those Small Wins. So um, what led you to Legendary? What's your experience been like here so far? And, you know, would you recommend it to, to somebody else? <clears throat> so I actually saw uh, Nathan's Nathan Lucas's videos a while ago, and he was the one that introduced me to it. And in back then when I was still looking for ways to do, to, to help get going, there was a lot of things that just, that I would look at and they just didn't really appeal to me. They didn't seem like they were going to meet me as a beginner and help me grow from there. And the more I watched Nathan, I was just like, dude, it, he's talking to, they're talking to me. Like I have pretty much no experience online. I could tell you all about the tech stuff of computers and TVs, but I didn't know anything about like sales funnels or email automation, anything like that. So just hearing him talk about it and then getting into like the Facebook community and seeing your guys videos, it just felt right. And I think even without me, the community speaks for itself. I have checked out other communities and there's none where the majority is saying positive things. Usually there's like one or two people who are super excited about it. And then the rest are just kind of like, eh. So <laughs> it's helped me grow. Legendary's helped me grow a long way with not only like the technical stuff, but also a lot of the, the business mindset yeah. uh, areas as well. Well, I think you, I think you, I think you said that in a way that was so realistic, which is that you're always, you're never going to have a hundred percent of people who are like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing or are even positive about something. Um, but you know, you're right. There's so many different, like whether it be a guru or a company or whatever that, it's just, there's no activity and there's nobody talking about that it works. Um, it's just sort of this kind of maybe the guru who's, you know, kind of the spokesperson for the brand and they're, you know, one of my favorites is how, how they just chum it up with all their other super successful marketing buddies yep. that never hear from the students, never hear from real people. Um, and that's sort of like the model, you know what I mean? That's like the model of creating yeah. content is in running mm -hmm. seminars and doing podcasts is, you know, you have this guru who has other gurus on the podcast or whatever it is, but you never, you never hear from the people. You never get a chance to work with them. You never get a chance to be in the trenches with them. And, um, and so, you know, yeah, I like that about our community as well. And I'm, I, I think you said that because it just feels right and it feels authentic and it feels real to me, but the way you said it was just, was really clear. Uh, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so, so talk to us a little bit about why you suggested that we title and talk about making the small wins be uh, something to, to not overlook. Um, what, what do you mean by that? And, and why, is that something that in all of the clearly the success training that you've gone through from Bob Proctor's to the, I'm sure 
if you've done Bob Proctor content, you, you, you've seen a lot of stuff. So yeah. out of, out of everything that you've done and, and listened to and tried and could have talked about, or would have been excited to talk about today with us, it's, it's that it's, it's not overlooking the small wins. Give us the personal experience that you've had with that and why you think that's a big deal. So I'm obviously not the first person to say that um, you, you hear those big name people like Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins emphasize the attitude of gratitude. And I think for a lot of people, myself included, it's easy to see the outliers who are making tons of money in whatever venture that they go off of and not immediately getting those results yourself and then allowing it to like, like beat yourself up about it. So counting the small wins makes it easier to get into that attitude of gratitude and it builds momentum. So instead of just waiting for one big win, finally made $10,000 a month and just being miserable up until that point, find finding all of the little things. Hey man, I went through the trainings. Hey man, I'm, I've built a sales funnel for the first time. Hey man, I got my YouTube channel monetized in a year. I've, I became profitable in a year and just like, looking at the statistic significance of that kind of stuff compared to what most people will ever do, even though in the grand scheme of things, it's small and you know, I'm, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but focusing on those little things builds momentum. And when you get into that state of gratitude, first of all, you start feeling better, but also it just kind of dampens the, uh, that negative cloud that might be coming to like beat your ass if you're not careful. And especially after last year and, uh, you know, if, if anyone had any like long period of negative programming into their head, like I had, I'm only 28 and probably 20 years of my life was a very aggressive negative programming. It's hard to overcome. And it's easy for me to stay in that state of like doom and gloom. And uh, I actually had to take like a little bit of time off of like making content because I was, I was letting that cloud beat me down and I had to just step away and re get myself into that attitude of gratitude but if I'm not careful and if I'm not trying to focus on those little wins, man, I'll, I'll stay there for months. And that's that's dangerous. Nothing good is going to happen when you're only thinking negative stuff. So I uh, I I've, <laughs> like I said, I'm not where I want to be, but man, I've made some crazy progress and like I've become almost like a beacon of hope for friends to start pursuing their own dreams. And that's amazing. And it's just as silly as it sounds, the attitude of gratitude, man, if you can start thinking about that stuff and yeah. count those wins, the big ones are going to come. And then it's, it's going to be, it's going to feel great, but kind of start with the small stuff, baby steps. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I love all this. Um, I'm in love with everything you're saying. I, I think this is the key to everything. This is the, this is, if there's a secret, this is the secret. If there's a, you know, it doesn't matter how successful you get. This is always going to be super key, um, both finding things to be grateful for and finding things to celebrate. Uh, entrepreneurs already have a hard time celebrating things. We seem to be naturally um, hard on ourselves, uh, critical on ourselves, and um, for, for many different reasons, but we have a hard time celebrating things. Um and, and the other thing is, is taking responsibility for our uh, success, you know, like taking responsibility for 
the uh, the the things we do and taking responsibility for the things that we don't do. Uh, it, it's it's really empowering and it and it allows us to um, stay uh, clean and clear of sort of toxic shame that 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 comes and uh, and and really is what's underneath when people are blaming things on other people. If I'm blaming things, for example, when I was younger, I was had uh, drug addiction issues, alcoholism, and I was blaming everybody else for it. And it was because I had toxic shame inside myself because I didn't feel good about my behavior and my destructive nature. And, and the same thing happens in, in marketing and business when we take course after course and you say shiny objects and we don't do anything with it, we don't follow through. It actually can create toxic shame because we feel, you know, b- badly about ourselves. You know, we feel like we're a failure. We're never going to be successful and we compare ourselves to other people. And then when we finally sink our teeth into something and, st- in, and start just taking small focused action and then... W- like you said, it's so hard to get out of that negative thinking. If then we can, and this is the hard part, I think, Devin, like you said, notice the, the, the action that you're taking, notice the progress that you're making, and then celebrate that, uh, that, 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 that shame or that depression or whatever is going on uh, underneath uh, begins to really heal quickly. It really begins, Absolutely. we can overcome depression or in shame rather fast. It's sort of like a, a wound on the body that uh, I had, I had a, a skin thing taken off, a uh, precancerous thing off of my back a couple of weeks ago. And, 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 my, and I got the stitches out in two weeks. So I was cut and my skin healed in two weeks. And that just shows how quickly the body can heal. So it's amazing. You said 20 years of of uh negative uh, gr- like like programming and you are coming out of that in sh- such a short period of time i think that goes to show how quickly we actually can begin to rewire our brains what comes up for you when i say that absolutely man like before i started all this before at that 20 year mark before i started taking control of my life um i telling Telling me that I would have been in like a positive state at least some of the time sounded crazy because I was just so used to hearing all the negative stuff. And that's what I believed um, because that's all I heard. So or heard. So it's it sounds s- silly to say it out loud. Like when I was when I was first hearing that stuff from all like Bob Proctor, Tony, you, I was just like, man, quit pulling my leg. That's not how it works, man. I know. <laughs> but and then I just. Uh, I started doing the whole act as if thing like, okay, well, how would I feel if I did feel good and how would I feel if I did get some wins? And then it just kind of builds from there, but you, you gotta try to feel better and take control because otherwise it's going to win and you're not going to make any progress. So like, what's the point if you're not going to try? Well, the, the, um, one of the most powerful things that I've ever learned and that I say often is you have to actualize the results that you want. Actualize means make reality of, but the first three letters of that word is act. And it goes back to a simple concept I learned in recovery, which is uh, you can't act yourself into a new way of think, or excuse me, you can't think yourself into a new way of acting. You have to act yourself into a new way of thinking, meaning that um, I can't just hope for a better life or I can't just hope for a better mindset. 
I, I, uh, I actually have to uh, act. And uh, sometimes I have to do things even if I don't believe them. I remember when I used to go to 12-step meetings and I didn't want to go, you know, and, <laughs> and, and I didn't believe in any of it. And, and I had people just tell me, well, believe that I believe. And and eventually your your mind will follow. Just do it anyways. Go anyways, Dave. Show up anyways, Dave. Share mm -hmm. anyways, Dave. Uh, do the work anyways, Dave. Pray anyways, Dave. Whatever their suggestions were, and it and, and eventually you know my my uh, you know eventually through those actions my thinking changed, and I was like, holy shit! Like I can stay clean, or I you know I can maybe have a better life. I remember at eighteen, I thought my life was gonna be uh, I was either gonna be dead or in prison, uh, and that was my destiny. And, uh, you know, today I can't imagine it feels like a different lifetime. So it's got to feel different yeah. for you. And if you could just you could just share a bit more about how uh, how people so many of us have had negative programming from parents and family. And particularly it's come from from family because we're around family so much. Mm -hmm. Maybe we were I mean, some of us have been abused and neglected, but some of us have just been programmed with with just negative uh, uh defeating messages around money around our potential and and uh what w give people hope who just feel that sense of depression and hopelessness and look around and compare themselves to other people say on social media and say i could never be like that speak to those people brother because i think that you have a unique and powerful message and experience particularly because you you touched on your 20 years of of, of that negative programming and now coming out of it uh so for that i would say there's a few things so if you are going through depression and things like that you might find more benefit from people who speak wisdom like Bob Proctor, Tony Watrons, instead of just the next clever marketer out there, that might hit home a little bit deeper than here's this tactic to make some money, you know? Um, also with that wisdom, the, the hearing the message of you're not good enough comes in many forms. So for example, uh, mine, I'm not the biggest guy in the world right now, especially after this year, gyms are closed. But my negative message was up until I was 20, 21, all I heard from my family, my friends, and pretty much everyone was, you're too skinny. I, I was skinny, but like, that's all I heard from people. That was the first thing they would say to me. And another way of interpreting that, that I didn't know at the time was you're not good enough. So that transferred over into everything. And I had to get around the right set of people. I had to go through, you know, my jacked weightlifting coach at the time. When I asked him for help, he said, eat more and lift. I was like, dude, I'm a beginner. I don't know what that means. Can you elaborate a little bit? It's not technically wrong, but he wasn't, his message wasn't for me because he didn't have any interest in helping beginners eat more and lift makes sense to people who are in fitness already. They know how to uh, write out a nutrition plan, build a pro uh, weightlifting plan, hit the right reps, all that stuff. And the same thing goes for any area of your life. If you go to the generic guys out on the internet and they're so confident in their message, but they're giving these generic messages, it's not going to click and you're, that's going to add to your depression. So you have to be willing to like, not listen to people that are not going to help you. And that's why legendary is also so great. They meet 
beginners where they're at and help them grow from there, no matter what you want to do, whether it's affiliate marketing like me or any of the other four core business models that we talk about. Um, but getting around those right people, man, is it's going to change things for you. And I hope that you keep looking until you find those people that will give you that message. Even if they're not the most hypey, if they can point you in the right direction and get you started, that's, that's the most important thing. Well, thank you for that. And uh, just for that, for that really uh, truthful message. And like what I want to piggyback on that and say is that there, I would say, Devin, because I want to validate what you just said for both you, but also anybody else who can, who is resonating with, with what you just said. And I know many are, is that I would say 99% of, of marketers out there are ill-equipped to lead people. Absolutely. <laughs> in in okay. any industry, whether it's marketing it, or fitness or whatever. But Right, right, exactly. And it's, and it's because, and this is why I talk about the mechanics and the dynamics so much, um, is, is because it's, you know, life uh, it, or um, learning uh, in, 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 in developing in any skill or in anything you do in life, whether it's like you're going to college to be a, a lawyer or whether you particularly if you want to start your own business, the mechanical stuff is 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 not if you were to think about an iceberg you know how your uh, mic's cutting out dave i am i back yep there you go okay so like the the tip of the iceberg is what you see sticking out of the water, which is kind of the mechanics and the mm -hmm. whole entire iceberg that's under the water is the dynamics. And that's what, so. what we mean in terms of, um, uh, the, 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 the internal, um, the, the internal, uh, development of our self-esteem and the internal growth of our, of our mindset, uh, and our self-awareness and so forth. And, um, and, uh, you know, most people are not really, uh, most people are not really developed in, in those areas. So we have to be real careful with who we learn from, from the people that we, we associate with and put ourselves, you know, around. And I think that's not talked about enough that in this whole success industry, there's a lot of toxic people and there's a lot of toxic yeah, shaming. Absolutely. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people who are teaching mechanical things, how to trade stocks, how to do affiliate marketing, how to sell courses, whatever. But, um, you know, if you were to spend time with them in their personal lives, you would see that they're, they're really actually pretty unhealthy people. You know, whether it's the relationship drama, whether it's, you know, addictions, whether it's mental illness, uh, whether it's just self-destructive, self-sabotaging behavior um, you know, anybody can be anything on the internet, right? Yep. But, Doesn't but, uh, you know, behind the scenes, you know, who are they? And so, you know, I think, I think for, for a lot of people, uh, who come into to legendary anyways, what we try to create is a, a community and an atmosphere, uh, that has zero shaming that, that, that has zero bullshit and hype in, in sort of, uh, comparisonitis. Let's compare ourselves to, to each other, and and then 
have people feeling bad if they're not at that certain level uh, yet. And, and instead focus on the, the things that we're talking about today, which is uh, let's grow ourselves from the inside out, you know, yep. and let's because we don't get the money and then become the person. We, we <laughs> yep. become the person and then we get the money. You know what I mean? You know, yep. uh, and Absolutely. that's why the majority of people who win the lotto are broke within a couple of years you yeah. know, because they, they didn't they they didn't become the person that they needed to be uh, to to have discipline, to understand, um, you know, how to manage money uh, and and, uh, you know, and so forth. So um, anyways, you said uh, coming up for you. As- yeah, you said uh, you mentioned the iceberg in. Uh, I've referenced a similar idea that, and I've talked about like the shape of a pyramid, not a pyramid scheme, no MLMs, nothing like that. The shape of a pyramid, most people, regardless of what they're in, they're going to sell you the top shiny part of the pyramid. You can't build a pyramid without the base and all the other stuff in between. But unfortunately that stuff, the big part on the bottom, that's the boring stuff. Nobody wants to get there. They want the shiny thing at the top. And uh, it's, it's unfortunate that, the most important stuff isn't more hypey and isn't getting usually the attention that it needs. But uh, look at, look at the community here. Like there's tons of people in their lives building progress because they're addressing the foundational stuff first and growing from there. And then just keep building on that. You'll get the shiny thing, but iceberg pyramid, whatever it's, there's always more than what the shiny thing that is getting sold to you. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and, and I think, um, I think, uh, embracing the boring stuff is, is really important, Devin. It's something that I've, it's something that I've embraced. I wish I would have embraced it a little bit earlier in my career because I would have been, I would have been, um, I think, uh, you know, my, I would have been happier in terms of like within my marriage and stuff. Um, I was, Mm. you know, I, I made money, but I wasn't happy and I wasn't, I wasn't settled and peaceful personally for many years because, you know, I was, I was kind of a raw, uh, street, you know, uh, recovering drug addict and ex homeless high school dropout teenage father. Uh, when I, when I got into this industry when I was 25 and, um, and it took me several years, man, to, you know, to, uh, you know, my raw kind of talent, similar to you, you know, when you sort of get past your, um, your, your uh, limiting beliefs, right, that others have given you, you're, Mm -hmm. you're a talented guy, you're coming out here today, and you're, you're speaking clearly and powerfully. And it's a, it's a, it's an awesome thing. Um, And I had that kind of raw talent as well, when I started, uh, but I, I had a lot of baggage, you know, I had a lot of, I had a lot yep. of shit that was bubbling <laughs> under the surface that I needed to go to therapy and work on that I needed to, to deal with in, in recovery. I needed to work on myself. You know, it wasn't just sharing motivational memes in on, on <laughs> Facebook. I needed to go and work on my shit. And, yep. and, you know, over the past 10 years, I've done that. And now I am in uh, my marriage has never been better. It's beyond my wildest dreams. My relationship awesome. with my kids, I seem to have time in the day to do everything that I want to do. And I work my ass off and I spend as many hours as I need to working each day. 
And uh, it all just sort of flows. And that's because of embracing these boring things that you're talking about that are actually, they may seem boring, but they create so much happiness and fulfillment in life. And that's the discipline. That's yeah. the taking responsibility. Yep. If you're wondering what we're talking about, the discipline, the taking responsibility, the making hard decisions about who we listen to and spend time with, like setting boundaries, not allowing, mm -hmm. not being codependent, not taking other people's shit on, not people pleasing, making decisions for ourselves, like all this stuff, in addressing addictions, yep. you know, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, porn addiction, all this shit, right? There's things that in my personal life I need to stay on top of. And if I don't, I will suffer. My business will suffer. And that's that lower part of the pyramid or the iceberg that, that we're talking about. I just wanted to end with giving people specifics around yeah. this stuff because, you know, I don't want to talk about it like it's ambiguous, like these magical. No, the boring <laughs> shit is the eat fucking three good meals a day. Get a good night's sleep. Do good self-care. Right? Like <laughs> drink water. Remember to remember to, to eat, remember to do a little bit of exercise, like don't sit in front of your computer for 14 hours and then go and watch porn and then go to bed. Like the, you, that, that's not going to be a recipe for success. You know, I like I got to do good self care stuff. I got to do good self care stuff. If I want, to. this is the business in this body, in this mind and these emotions are are the, are what's running this business and if i'm not taking care of it then i can't expect that it's going to run at optimum you know performance so uh, Devin, anything that's coming up for you or any last words that you want to share man I, I really appreciate your time today yeah thanks for having me man i just want to say uh also on that note i would say be willing to be certain in telling people thank you but i'm not interested for instance if you have had that like negative programming for a while, those same people might come tell you how they think you should do things. But if they're not doing what you want to do, it's okay to still be nice. But like, thank you. I respect your opinion, but no, thank you. I'm not going to listen to you. Um, you know, we, I have family and friends do that all the time and I, I love them to death, but I'm, they're not doing what I want to do. So I respectfully decline. Um, but also embrace the long journey. Like even if it's not flashy, man, like that's kind of how I got my, uh, my brand name, uh, freedom saga a saga used to be like an ancient greek story and it was an epic story and freedom is the destination it's not gonna happen like <laughs> click a button and you, ooh, you're free like <laughs> it's, you're gonna have an epic story to tell when you get there but before you can tell it you have to start walking it and start going to that journey Freedom Saga. I love that, brother. Is that how people can find you? Uh, do yep. we have any sort of handles or how should should they just look you up or should they just go to where uh, uh, Freedom Saga yep, on YouTube? The name. Okay, we got that up on the screen now. And awesome. TikTok, but well, yeah, go. YouTube's my main one. Okay, well, go go follow Devin and connect with Devin. Uh, what's your last name? We don't have that up on the, on the screen. Oh, my bad. Uh, Lane, L-A-Y-N-E. L-A-Y-N-E. So Devin Lane, L-A-Y-N-E. Yep. Go connect with Devin on Facebook um, and get in Devin's network, get in his corner, get him in your corner. And, uh, you know, this is, you know, you, I am, I just want to make this super clear to everybody that I am 
solely one of the cogs of this wheel. I mean, I I want this community and, and the people within our legendary family to be able to build independent businesses, not dependent businesses on me or even on this community. So connect with each other and uh, uh, get in each other's corners and uh, build accountability. We, we had a, a guest on yesterday, Shelly, and she had a group of five or six people that she was in a Facebook group with and accountable. Sometimes it's not always about building the big group. Sometimes it's about yeah, what right are the people. four or five people I can have in my corner that can I can that are safe, that I feel motivated by, that I feel like I can share anything with, I can be myself around and we can hold each other accountable and, and feel uh, and inspire each other. But anyways, you're a dude that uh, is absolutely worthy of having in, uh, in our corner. And I hope Thank you. all of you guys watching will, uh, will, will connect with Devin and, uh, and Devin, I hope that you uh, will continue to see your worth uh, and to uh, really um, to really strive to become the best version of yourself, my brother. And um, really? I'm looking forward to seeing what you create. And I, I hope that you'll come back on in a couple of months and update us on your journey. Absolutely, man. I'd be happy to. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. All right, brother. Be, be well, brother. Be legendary. We'll talk to you later. All right. See you. All right, guys. Um, yeah, that dude's super cool. I, I like that. I like that conversation a lot. Um, this is the stuff I like to talk about. Uh, I like how Devin pointed out the tip of the iceberg, uh, which is what everybody's selling out there. The shiny bullshit, um, get rich magical money machines or lose weight without exercise and eating healthy, like all this dumb stuff, which ironically is 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 what people will buy and want to buy and in our copywriting and marketing we have to have an element of easy simple and um and frame our offers in a way that makes people uh willing to give things a try and that's sort of the the weird balancing act that we make that we that we do as marketers um but as 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 entrepreneurs, um, we we have to uh, really embrace um, the the difficult and the boring uh, parts of this journey, which are the things that we talk about today, and not get um, not get uh, seduced, not get seduced by this these magical uh, money machine, magic bullet bullshit solutions that are not real. Uh, we have to be honest with ourselves. And the, the, the faster that we dig in and commit uh, and lean in to doing the work, one of the things that we tell our four-year-old daughter all the time is you can do hard things. As a matter of fact, I just heard my wife say that to her this morning as I was leaving with her to take her to school, my wife said, you can do hard things. You can do hard things. Boy, what an empowering message. Um, I want to tell you guys today that you can do hard things. Okay, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow for Wake Up Legendary. Thanks again to Devin. Go connect with him. Freedom Saga on YouTube. Uh, go support each other. That's what this is about. We'll see you back here tomorrow for Wake Up Legendary. Peace.